Welcome to Freeform Radio on the Freeform Network. You can follow us at Facebook at Freeform Network on Twitter at FFR Podcast. And remember to send your questions and suggestions to FFNQuestions at gmail.com. We got uh, everybody's here today. Uh, we got Daniel. Yes, sir. Uh, got a little bit of a headache, but we're going to make this thing pop. Uh, just a reminder right now, Facebook is having some issues, but definitely follow us on Twitter. And we got Noel. Hey, thank you for joining us, everyone. It's great to be back. It's all good, Andy. I'm a little bit under the weather, but we'll get through this. As I say, we'll plow ahead. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I think we got censored by Zuckerberg, but that's uh, maybe we'll talk about it on another show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, let's get into it, man. It's uh, uh, by the time this episode drop, uh, be after Halloween, but um danny has been busy i think he watched a horror flick here uh nope is that a horror flick or is that a scary movie break it down break it down for us danny i i think i know which one you're talking about but i don't really into the newer movies lately right i i think noel talked about this a couple weeks ago when he watched it but yeah i finally got around to watching uh nope the movie and you know I got to say, like, um, if you break down a movie into, like, maybe, like, three or four chapters, the first three of the four were really good. And to me, the fourth, um, I liked it up to, like, the last five or ten minutes. And, you know, I don't want to spoil the movie or anything like that, but I can't even explain what would make it where it would be a satisfied ending. But I'm kind of, like, in that camp of those, like, Dexter season movie. uh, watchers where they're like oh it ended kind of shitty or sopranos where uh the ending was kind of shitty i'm kind of like yeah i'm kind of in that camp for nope but i can't even articulate what would make it better um just that i I didn't really care for it the way it ended um i like movies that are kind of like those mess with your mind kind of movies uh, I like that it was a different spin. It wasn't the typical, oh, it's uh, science, aliens are coming down, or or it's this and that. You know, it was just like something totally out of left field. Um, but yeah, man, I, I I I dug it up to a point. I thought it was definitely different, which I liked. Um, I still can't figure what the monkey thing is about and why that even has a point in the movie other than it's like, all right, how do we shoo in this monkey story into it? But, uh, so what's the d- premise? What's the plot? It's, uh, it, it's comparing the creature to an, like an animal, like the, the way we treat, uh, the animals and stuff like that. And the way they react to us you know, when it, like enough is enough or whatever. It, it's, it's kind of like a, it's like symbolic. Uh, they, they, okay. you're supposed to make that connection, but, uh, I ended up watching like a, a one of those uh, like reaction videos or not reaction videos, but like a like a breakdown. Like analyze, yeah, right. Like analyze it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's basically a, a farm um, family that raises horses, and then you put these horses into movies. So when you see the Long Ranger, they're the ones that deal with the horse training to help the actors and whatnot. So it's this family that have horses. Um, they go through some stuff internally with their own family, 
but at the end of the day, they end up seeing something in the sky uh, behind these clouds, and they can't really figure out what it is. And so the whole premise of the movies is is figuring out what this thing in the clouds is. Um, so really cool uh, to a certain point. I really, really wanted to like it uh, a lot. Um, and uh, my wife doesn't really dig too much horror movies. She's not really a huge horror fan. But she was watching it with me, and even her at the end, she was just like, I have no idea what, what the hell this is about or what, what, what was going on. She's like, I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. And I'm like, you know, I kind of fall like into the same plan. I don't know what it is about it that makes me not really care for it too much. Well, it's, that's usually a flag of it's a bad movie when you don't know what the fuck you just watched. <laughs> I mean, I, I get the, the plot points. I get what happened. It wasn't something like where it was incomprehensible. And um, it doesn't do any kind of like flashbacks or anything like that. It's just a straightforward movie. Um, I just don't know. Something about it didn't gel right with me. Um, and I really wanted to like it. So. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't recommend it, but uh, it's definitely something cool to watch if you want to see something different and not the typical uh, aliens, horror, slasher kind of, you know, if you consider it a horror movie. I originally thought that that was the route it was going to go because the, the trailer is really ambiguous and doesn't really tell you too much. So, yeah, other, other than that, uh, nope, I, I can't really recommend it too much, but... I'm going to try to keep the, the horror theme movie thing going. I'm, I'm hoping today maybe I'll get to watch uh, another one that I've had in my, in my queue for a while. So, yeah, maybe uh, the next time we get together, I'll have uh, some thoughts on that. Uh, the only other things I've been doing is, um, you know, I've been kind of, I know typically I talk a lot about gaming and whatnot, but I've been kind of in a gaming funk, man. I haven't really, nothing's called out to me other than, I don't want to spend a lot of money either, so I'm not buying all the new games that are coming out. <laughs> I mean, there's like a the Horizon sweet sequel game came out, but I haven't really wanted to spend 70 bucks to buy it. Um, there was a Returnal, which seems kind of interesting, but I haven't wanted to pay you know 60 bucks. I think it's down to or 40. Um, so yeah, man, there's nothing really calling to me. So. I was just looking at like my library stuff that I had, and I had Assassin's Creed part two which is actually a playstation 3 game uh, this game came out on playstation 3 i played it on playstation 3 and i actually beat it it was um you know right when i was starting to get really into gaming playstation 3 i really got a heavy into it and i played part one uh, which is kind of in the um uh like the uh jerusalem age kind of thing where jesus was around and that's what part one is kind of in that timetable and part two is in the italian uh, re renaissance with uh, like leonardo Di um, not dicaprio but uh, <laughs> uh da vinci and stuff like that uh and it's it's a really cool premise i really enjoyed it back in playstation 3 i i played it a little on playstation 4 because they re-released it uh just with like some up res you know 1080p kind of stuff and so now I'm playing it on playstation 5 uh it looks okay but it's you could see it's dated you could see it's an old game but it's got a really cool mechanic that i really dug and as soon as i started jumping into it it kind of scratched that little itch of you know those ubisoft games where you got a hundred things to collect you got to kind of 
grab these things to boost your character and it it it's it's pacifying right now for me not really wanting to play or, or know what to play next so yeah assassin's creed 2 not sure if you even played that noel i know you you game a little bit uh are you familiar with it you know i uh i played the first one for a little bit but i haven't beat any of the assassin's creeds uh one of these days i'm gonna do like a whole like series and play it all but uh i haven't even gotten around to that one yet massive backlog right now in games dude yeah for sure yeah i know we kind of spoke a, a little bit the other day and you mentioned you were trying to get back into gaming but yeah man uh, assassin's creed this is definitely an older formula to ubisoft so if you're looking for the newer style kind of like the the last two recent ones those are more like open world and more modernized for sure and where um, this kind of falls into the older category real quick then i think assassin's creed the one uh in the medieval times or uh, or the during i'm not the middle the crusades one i think you gave me that game um uh on the ps3 and i did play right. it i did not like it um that's what i recall that's the one where you try to like just uh be a sleuth or like sneak around right right and, like I remember that tutorial in the beginning. I'm like, this fucking sucks. I don't like this. Um, but going back to your gaming funk now, I think you're kind of experiencing what I experience right now with movies. I feel like a lot of them are just garbage, and I really don't want to really? waste my time. Uh, like, you just went through that movie, Nope, and you're just like, I don't recommend it. And, like, you just wasted two hours of your life that you're never going to get back. Now, when you play, like, you're looking at the video games and not just the financial, uh, your, your decision sounds mostly financial, so you're forced to play catalogs of games that you got. Right. So, does that, that, that decision, is it because most of the new games you do play, do they suck, or you just don't want to play them because it costs, it's a lot of money right now? Uh, right, I mean, the, the last game that I played that was fairly new was that far cry one that i spoke about a few weeks ago um yeah, from breaking uh, bad that game or the one after yeah yeah the, the one with the uh, uh gustavo fring isn't that like an older game isn't it like over five years old or not uh i would say it's gotta be like three years the most okay. old so it's fairly newish uh as far as its release it's the last far cry that was released i guess i'll put it that way um so I, i'm not kind of not willing to pay for newer games but usually i do wait for them to drop in price so black friday's coming around i'll probably pick up a game or two that's kind of in the newer-ish category uh maybe i'll keep an eye out for like this returnal this uh uh horizon part two and then god of war is coming out uh next week i think or the following week the new god of war and i'm kind of interested in that but i definitely wait for sales i don't pay the full price uh, almost never it, it's got to be something really like man i gotta have this day one but i'm 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 a pretty patient person i, I can wait and i got all these catalog of old games that uh every now and then like in Assassin's Creed that I jump into and kind of, you know, start playing yes. to kind of fill me in. So, like, um, the reason I bring it up, I, I, the last Call of Duty, they're releasing a new one, usually right. around Christmas, right? It's coming up. The one before that, Vanguard, I think it was the the last version of it. 
and um, it was a sale, and it was twenty bucks or something on one of these groups that I belong to. Right. And the discussion was, I always like reading the comments, like, "Don't buy it. Wait till it's ten bucks because right. this is not even worth twenty. And I think the the last couple uh, Call of Duties have been like that, like Ghost. I remember seeing it for like ten bucks, brand new. I don't know if because they make so many copies or what, or but in generally the reviews have been not great for the last couple Call of Duties, and um, so I'm always wondering like like I like those shooter games and like should I pay it or should I just wait till it drops to ten dollars because I don't really do the online I just do the the game the the story mode, and I always wonder like uh, like is that the new thing going on in gaming i mean there's always people who are gonna pay full price no matter what on newer games but the the price drops lately have in the last couple of years what i for my from what i game is just the price the price drops come pretty quickly now yeah for sure i, I think if you're a patient gamer uh, it, this is the best time just because you can wait for these to get into a deal and I kind of agree with you. The Call of Duty, uh, well, to its own problem, because Ghost was definitely a low point, and then they followed up with uh, Advanced Warfare, and that was kind of lacking too. But when they came out with that Black Ops, that's when it started kind of popping again, and I started kind of enjoying. I'm also just a story guy. I don't really game online too much, and that Black Ops was a really good story. And then um, I, I think after that was like Infinity something, and then the World War II was after that. And then now they started kind of like doing this modern warfare reimagining again. Yeah. Where, where they like did it again or the first part. And now this next one, I think it's called um, Vanguard or Modern Warfare 2 or something like that. Yeah, yeah it's modern. It's the title did have modern warfare. Right. I don't know what That's version right. they're on or what story they're doing. But it looks like the trailer I saw looked realistic. I'm like, I think they're fighting Russians again or something, or communists or something like that. It didn't look like Middle East or anything like that. It looked like they were fighting somewhere in Europe again. Right, right. So I usually pick those up when they hit the $20 bins uh, just because I'm just a story guy and I don't need to be part of the online community. But, yeah, yeah, man, I'm hoping this Black Friday I, I find a, a game or two that's more on the newer side so I could pick up. They just re-released uh, The Last of Us Part 1, the, the first uh, game of it. They redid the, the entire graphics. I'm kind of interested in that. I really want to pick that up. But, yeah, man, I'm, I'm not a, a big spender as far as it comes to games. And then, you know, I'm, I'm kind of tight with money to begin with. I don't like spending a lot of money. So it, it kind of just <laughs> falls into my MO, uh, cheap or whatever you call it. But, you know, to me, I, I see a value in this hobby that I have of video gaming and it's not worth spending 50 bucks on, especially when, you know, to go get a, a pack of hamburgers, some buns and, and some condiments it would probably run me 50 bucks the same. So, so what do I want to do? Go buy some oh, badass hamburgers or do I want to play the, the modern Call of Duty? So, so when it, the current inflation rate, the, did you bump it up to 25 or 30? <laughs> well, I have to see, man. <laughs> I'm kind of curious as to how, uh, Black Friday comes out. Are they going to have these like massive deals like they usually have? They have like DVDs for five bucks and video games for twenty. Well, I'm wondering if with the inflation, is that going to be higher now? Or, so, or DVDs going to be ten bucks? I mean, going into Black Friday real quick, the CEO of Walmart just said 
we're going to be closed on Thanksgiving now. I guess Black Friday is still a thing, right? Uh, maybe online. But remember, like, we never going to fucking close all that bullshit. The Walmart, you know, uh, one of America's largest online uh, retailers online and whatever. said so we're not going to be open on Thanksgiving. We're going to be closed. So I wonder how many, like, Target and what's left of Best Buy and all these other, like, are they going to follow that lead? Because it came to a point where, like, we're opening Thanksgiving and there was a big, uh, you know, People were feeling bad for the workers, but yet people went in hordes to go buy all these cheap shit. Yeah, I don't think it's super necessary to open your doors anymore because everything is online for the most part. My last two or three Black Fridays, I've just ordered online, like at Walmart or Best Buy or whatever deals I was interested in. Me too. Now Now they do have those door busters where it's like absolute like breaking pricing but usually they only got like five of them in the store so as soon as you get there they're gone anyway so those are for like the true diehard people that are camping out to get that laptop for 200 bucks and and, you know it's just not worth it for somebody to come in you know a few hours into the sale that that stuff's all gone by, by the time you get there but we'll have to see man thanksgiving is around the corner and we'll have to see how those deals are um but noel tell us about any deals that you're finding, man? I see this uh, Camaro SS, man. I'm like, oh, dang. Jesus, what's going on over here? Not yet. There's no deals right now, man, but I'm hoping that uh, this next year there might be some price drops. Um, hearing some good things in regards to that. Hearing that uh, interest rates are hopefully going to be going down as well. So, you know, I've, I've had the car I have right now for about uh, 15 years. And it's running great and everything, and I'm, I'm really blessed and happy to still have it and you know, in good condition. But uh, I do think about, like, the future, you know, do I want to get a new car in the future as this car starts to get older, and you know, just to have some backup. And so, you know, I'm in my 30s, you know, I feel like it's, there's no time like the present to get a car that I've wanted for a while. Um, my cousin got this uh, Ford Mustang he got a couple years back. And uh, it's the Ford Mustang GT 5.0. It's got like 400 plus horsepower. It's got a V8. It sounds mean, dude. It sounds great. And uh, anytime I hang out with him and we're going to go to like restaurant or something to eat, he'll drive. And when he turns on the car, that sound, I'm like, dude, I want to hear that sound in my garage or in my you know, driveway when I go to work or whatever. So I started thinking about it. I'm like, dude, I want to maybe either get a Mustang or get a, a Camaro and I, I was looking at other options initially like two three years ago before COVID happened I was looking at getting a Subaru WRX and they were around like 25 uh, to 28 you know with you know fully loaded all the options everything like the I one solo head uh, well I mean it'd be the newer version right right for sure for sure yeah it wouldn't be the I mean that would be a cool one to get too but they it's just no one has it with low miles anymore that 03 that was a beautiful one, though. I liked it. It had the bug-out lights, huge fog lights on the bottom. But yeah, yeah. Ones, uh, they look nice, but it's nothing special. Like, it's it's just, you know, it's a good car and everything. It's got a turbo, but it's it's a four-cylinder. It's, it's nothing, you know, you're not going to race anybody, really, and, and expect to, you know, beat these, like, high-level cars. But uh, I wasn't getting it for that anyway. I'm not going to be racing or nothing. But anyway, long story short, after COVID hit, prices and everything skyrocketed to the point that that car i was looking at for 25 to 28 is right now 38,000. so i'm like dude if i'm gonna get a fucking car and it's gonna be 38,000 for a subaru 
I'm like, I might as well get a freaking Camaro, you know, or a Mustang, because the Mustangs are affordable. They're, they're like between 38 and 42. Same with the Camaros. Uh, you can get some, you know, around that price, 38 to 45. And so I was looking, I'm like, let me get the SS, you know, because what I'm hearing as well is that the Camaro, they're going to stop making them gas powered and switch over to electric. So it's going to be almost like a collector's item because the Toyota Supra, the very last Supra they made, uh, 98 or 99, I think it was 98. Um, that one right now is hundreds of thousands, dude. It's like 100 to 200,000 to get a 98 Supra because they don't make them like that anymore. That's it. You know, it's done. And now you get the new one. It's essentially a rebadged BMW. It's or uh, what is it called? Scion or whatever. Not the Scion. Uh, one of those um, like Toyota brands. And uh, it's just not the same. The Super changed so cra so crazy. So to me, it's like you know what? This Camaro might be something that is gonna hold its value more so than other cars because they're right. not gonna make them anymore. Yeah, it's funny how that Supra. How people love that one. I mean, it looks nice, but uh, man, people are so enamored by that brand and that car. It's the tunability. Yeah, it, it's the sleek look plus the tunability because you could do a lot with that engine. Okay. Yeah, the the Camaro. I I dated a girl that had a Camaro, but it was like super old. And there is something about a Camaro. I mean, it's a, it's a nice looking car. Um. So yeah, if you're gonna get the SS, that's definitely a sweet ride. But uh, I mean, are you are you going through like a midlife? You're not that. You're younger than me, man. You're not in your sixties, getting these uh, Trans Ams. And, and are you in your sixties now? <laughs> no, not yet. But I'm saying usually mid midlife crisis hits like sixty. So fifty. It, it was counting, right? Yeah. Oh, is it fifty? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess if you're gonna live to a hundred, fifty yes. would be the midpoint. Yeah. But yeah, man, Camaros, those are those are awesome cars. Yeah, I was uh, looking at them recently. Uh, the price right now is, is is pretty up there, you know. It's like in the forties, but uh, like I like I said, next year I, I hear the economy is gonna you know drop down uh, the interest rates for all that for loans and stuff. So I, I'm uh, setting aside some funds, you know. It's, it's not a guarantee, but I, I'm taking a look into it and. Uh, like I said, they're not going to make them gas-powered anymore, so it's like one of those things that it's like I either get it now or I, I don't ever get it, you know? So. Yeah, I think it would be sweet. <laughs> we were actually coming out of the grocery store the other day, and I go to Junior. Hey, but if you're going to buy me a Tesla, buy me this one. It was like an SUV one. I'm like, this is a nice one right here. He's just like, oh, Daddy, you could afford it by yourself. They're not that expensive. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, Mr. Moneybags over here, not that expensive. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Wait until he starts getting the job. And then he's be like, all right, never mind. <laughs> he's like, what? Taxes? We got to pay taxes? Huh? <laughs> yeah, to be a kid again, you know, just no responsibilities, no real understanding of the way the world is, man. It's. He'll get there. He'll 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 realize like okay yeah this is, this is like serious money here for sure. <laughs> but uh yeah I mean uh, we're gonna see we're gonna see how it goes. Uh, I'm setting aside some money right now and uh, I, I definitely want to buy it new. Uh, a lot of people say you should buy used, and I'm like uh, the way I I am like this car that I have I'm the only owner, and I, there's something about being the only owner of that car that right. I feel more comfortable. Um, 
Even yeah, if I they think, only owned it for like a thousand miles, you know? Yeah, I think financially, uh, analysts are right. If you were to get a car with a thousand miles, you would get it for a better value. But you never know what they did for those thousand miles. I don't know if they threw up on there while they freaking were like on a, a binge drinking night or whatever, you know, just all yeah. sorts of things. People I, I know what I know when I get loaners from the dealers or like if I rent a car, man, I'm I'm always gunning it every corner. I'm, I'm doing like craziest shit on it because it's not my car. Exactly. But yeah, for my car, I'm taking it easy and I'm slow idling off of the stop. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that, dude. I, I recently have noticed just even though these gas prices are crazy, people like don't drive like they are crazy. People drive like they're low as fuck because when I I drive like how you you just said right there, like I drive pick up slow speed and then I, you know, casually shift the gears and pick up, you know, where I'm supposed to be going. And I go maybe five miles over the limit or whatever. Nothing crazy, but I, right. I still, you know, I'm, I'm going a good speed. But these people, as soon as the light turns green, bam, like they're hitting that gas hard. I'm like, shit, some of these are pickups, SUVs, and I'm like, I guess you guys don't give a shit about gas prices. You guys hitting the gas hard as fuck. And and get ready, man, because I heard starting the new year, gas pricing is going to go up because well, that uh, tax thing, right? the tax expires. Because uh, right now, I don't know if you noticed, in Cook County, the pricing is actually cheaper than some of the other counties because they're uh, uh, not charging their typical tax that they charge. So and they have a higher tax on it right. than probably the rest of the state. So once they turn on that tax at the start of the year, get ready for gas pricing to go up, you know, 20 cents or whatever it is. And I don't think people are going to like that. So. I agree. I see the same thing. People gunning it and just burning gas left and right. I'm like, dang, man, I guess people don't care that gas pricing is $5 a gallon. It's insane, dude. But I mean, thankfully, uh, I don't work too far from home. So uh, I get about a quarter tank use so every week. So, yeah, I mean, I guess my tank will last me a month if I don't refill. Nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's that. We'll see how that goes. Um. Uh, another thing I did this weekend, I, I watched uh, Halloween Ends on uh, Friday after work. Uh, I, I like, speaking of gunning it, like I gunned it to the theater because uh, I went to go watch it with my cousin. He lives out there pretty far in Bufu land, west, west, west of uh, Chicago. So, yeah, uh, as soon as I got out of work, rushed over there and we, we got in line to see the, the Halloween Ends movie in theaters. Uh, I know it came out on streaming. But we're like, you know what, man, if this really is the end of Halloween, like, let's watch that shit in theaters. You know, let's, let's make an experience out of it. And so uh, we watched it. It was almost two hours, probably like an hour 40. Uh, and initially, before I watched it, I heard a lot of bad reviews about it. And I heard a lot of people talking shit and saying right. that, uh, not to spoil anything, but I, people were saying that you're not going to see Michael Myers until almost the end of the movie. And, like, most of it is not even about him. It's about someone else. And I was skeptical. I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to like it now because, like, what they're saying. And when I watched it, I was like, you know what? Like, I did like it. And I, I liked it despite all that. Like, it was – it actually made me feel like, okay, like, it wasn't a waste, you know? Like, they, they made use of a new character, and they made him fit in, and they made it interesting and intriguing. Um, like – you, you watch Stranger Things, 
So when they add in a new character, like the the well, you you haven't seen the newest season, right? So there's gonna be a new character that they add in in this old newest season when you're gonna watch it. Right. And initially, like people are hesitant about new characters, but the thing is, if they do it right, and enhances the original quality of the product because you can only do so many seasons before it gets stale. So you need to add like new flavors, new ingredients to it. You know, keep making it fresh. And I feel like this character they they added to Halloween, uh, it fit in. And while it did seem kind of rushed because they didn't build him up in the previous two movies, it, it ultimately worked. Um, and it brought like, uh, I guess, um, it brought some cool horror elements to it. And you do see Michael. And while he's not necessarily the only main character, um, he is represented. He, he, it does kind of give this vibe to the um, Cult of Thorn Halloween. I don't oh, know no, yeah, it, yeah. It gives that vibe where there's like some subliminal, like supernatural ability going on here. And uh, oh, dang. And, and well, they don't overtly say like Cult of Thorn. They don't mention Cult of Thorn like that. If you've seen the series, you, you kind of get that vibe like, oh, something's going on here. Like he's mm. able to like affect people in a different way than just him going and killing people. Interesting. But, uh, the, the last movie is truly the last movie. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it, it does have a definitive end and a conclusion to the story. And you know what? And it's hard to end anything. It's hard to end any good, you know, series. Uh, if, thinking back on all the series that have ever ended, Friday the 13th, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw, all those, it's hard to do it. And I feel like, you know what, they could have done worse. It's not the best, but it's not the worst. It was definitely worth watching. Uh, I would recommend it if you like Halloween, but, you know, to each their own. So I'll, I'll understand if you don't like it, if, if you agree with what other people were reviewing, but uh, looking forward to hearing your review on it when you watch it, Dan. Yeah, man, I'm a huge Michael Myers fans. Um, not as much as Jason. I kind of was Friday, uh, Friday 13, then Halloween were like my main staples when I was younger. So I, I, I was huge, excited for this Halloween ends. But I heard the same stuff that it, it, it kind of sucks. Like, you know, Michael Myers doesn't really show up too much. Um, even the, the the lady, I forget her name, Schreider or... or Laurie Strode, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis, that she doesn't show up too much either. That they're building this other character is what I kept hearing in these non-spoiler reviews that I was looking at, and that yeah, they're building this third character. And as soon as I heard that, I stopped listening to the reviews. I'm like, I don't want to know anything else. And my first thought, what I started running towards, is just like, this is Halloween ends for the Jamie Lee Curtis Halloween. And this new character, I bet you they're starting it to be like, all right, this is going to be the new Halloween moving forward kind of thing. And that was my initial thought when I heard the first reviews. Now, I haven't seen the movie, but like I mentioned, I was super excited, but it kind of dampened my excitement to where, I don't know, I'll get to it when I get to it kind of thing. It, it kind of killed my, my buzz that I had for it. But it, it this um, Thorn thing... I, a lot of people don't like that part of Halloween, you know, the whole cult thing. But I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool, yeah, when, when they had it and they, when they introduced it. But um, 
yeah, I, it, it kind of piques my interest again. Now hearing that part, I'm like, well, maybe it's not half bad. Even though to me, a, a Halloween movie is Michael Myers. He should be in it 80% of the movie. This everything that I keep hearing, he's only in there for like 20 minutes. I don't, I don't like hearing that. To me, he should be in the forefront. He should be in every other scene, just peeking around the corner, just kind of watching you there, taking a shower, and he's just like, hey, I'm looking at you. You know, it should be like that. He should be there every, all the time, just kind of hey, watching you. You know what, though, man? Let's say you do that, then people are gonna be like still bashing it. Oh, it's the same as every other movie. He just peeks at you while you're in the shower. You know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> right. you really can't win because for sure, it's just the the current day and age, man. Everyone's just shitting on shit because that's the 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 trend is like, oh, what are we gonna trash next? You know, but uh, you know, give it a chance. You know, it's to me, it's. Definitely not the worst horror movie I've ever seen, dude. People were like trashing it like it was like garbage, dude. Have they ever seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Have they ever seen Trolls 2? Like, these are Whoa, real man, that's bad a classic movies, right man. there, man. Exactly. Killer Clowns know? from Outer Space. Yeah, I mean, if you like bad movies, you got to watch that and you'll really know what a bad movie is. It's considered know? a classic movie. Yeah, no, it's a video game out of it. Yeah, no, it's They make horrible. a video out of fucking Halloween, a video game. Yeah, they did. Well, he, was it he's bad? An, he's an add-on, isn't he? <laughs> like, where, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they're right. They added him on like the Mortal Kombat thing, right? Uh, maybe that, but the one I was thinking was uh, Dead by Daylight or something like that. Dead, Dead by Dawn or some. Yeah, no, you're right. Dead like some, on, yeah, some online game where uh, Michael Myers comes after you, and you're like a group of like five or six normal characters. And you're trying to find the battery to turn on the car and f- try to find the the distributor cap so you can put it on. So everybody's got like a little job you got to do. And the whole time Michael Myers is after you. Yeah, no, it's a fun game. I've seen it. It's, yeah. It'd be cool to one day all of us play it. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, the last thing I'm going to say is uh, yesterday I had a, a bonfire. I had a chance to get the family together. And we had a bonfire since the weather out here is in the 70s for this weekend. And. It's probably going to be the last weekend we get a chance to do it. So uh, it was really cool, man. Just really just summarize it. You know, we, we got to make some s'mores. We got that bonfire going. We got some uh, good 80s synth wave and uh, 80s rock music in the background. And just everybody got getting a chance to catch up and enjoy the weather. And it was a good time, man. So just want to say thanks to the family that came out. And yeah. Yeah, it was cool, awesome. man. It, it, it was kind of like a Stranger Things, but, you know, at the crib. <laughs> but uh but yeah no so the weather's getting good here we're gonna we're gonna shift it over to uh to andy and it looks like here we got you talking about uh inflation dude what's what's going on here <clears throat> so yeah basically the 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 um, we here in illinois there was some type of like relief money being handed out uh to uh to residents taxpayers. of the state or taxpayers, I guess. Right. And I started hearing months ago people got their money and I didn't get it. So I'm like, man, maybe I'm part of the 1% with their current governor or something. Um, but I was asking around, like, everybody got it months ago. Because I know you got it, right, Dan? Yeah, but I, I didn't get it months ago. I just got it recently, like, maybe like uh, two weeks ago. And then did you get it in a while? Yeah, I think I, I brought it up a couple of weeks ago when we had the last episode that I got a check in the mail. I thought I would have gotten deposited, but they gave me a check for, for 50 bucks. Yeah, my some people in my family, people at work, 
I, the first I heard about it was like uh, somebody at work got it like two months ago, and then, uh, um, well, I got mine finally like this week, and I was like, ah, oh, great, you know. And then I just put that money to the bank, but I was kind of worried that I wasn't gonna get it, or something else happened. And with the current way the economy is right now, and and stuff, I was kind of nervous. I mean, not nervous, but I'm just like. I could use that money. I could use that that three hundred bucks. Hey, did did they give you extra for for your junior? Because you know, technically, he wasn't born the last time you filed taxes. No, I mean, all I got was two ninety nine. I mean, I don't. That's the rate I heard, like three hundred bucks or fifty bucks. Yeah, I I can't even remember how much I got, but two hundred or three hundred sounds right. I'm not. I got two ninety nine in change, so every, the three. Was yeah. the people they said if you own a home you were getting three or something oh, like okay. that, and everybody okay. else was getting like fifty bucks or something, or if you're single or you don't own a home. That that was my understanding of it. Um, but yeah, I got it, and then uh, I told my wife, and my wife's like, "Why we're supposed to get money back?" Like, yeah, exactly. So I put it in the bank, and uh, but I did have some paranoia, like, <clears throat> am I gonna have to do some stupid shit, like, to see. If, uh, why did I get my money or they took it? Do I owe money to the state or some bullshit like that? Like always, my paranoia gets the better of me. But, yeah, uh, I, I think that check is going to definitely counteract the, the $5 gas inflation and all that good stuff. <laughs> and the $50 hamburgers and shit. For sure. But yeah, I mean, like that's what I'm saying. I don't want to get too political, but I mean, everybody's, um, with the 4Q, fourth quarter and, Christmas and the holidays, I mean, shit's getting pricey, man. And then um, the dollar ain't as strong as it used to be. Not to, not that any, anybody who lives in America knows if you ain't rich. So I don't know. Like, uh, and just where everybody's hoping, like you said, everybody's holding off on making big purchases and and into going into next year because everybody's like, you know, this uh, recession that's coming. I think we are in a recession already. To be honest with you, um, that's what's kind of scary to me. It, I feel like we're in a recession, and they're saying the recession's coming. I'm like, so it's going to get worse. I'm like, hey, it's yeah. already pretty. It's shitty. gonna, it's gonna bottom out. I mean, I don't know. Everybody, the people that I follow, I mean, in financial news that, pre- I mean, not predict, but they talk about this stuff. They say we've been in a recession since like the end of summer, uh, and they think it should bottom out. I mean, whatever they data they look at, they think like the like by the end of spring or like the summer around there should bottom out. That's why you're getting stuff like with the high interest rates, and they I think they just raised the interest rate again, and they're talking about there might be another one coming. Um, there is uh, that's why getting loans like Noah's talking about he wants to purchase the car. I mean, if you purchase a house right now, I think you're, you're getting it close to a 30-year mortgage is like between, you know, six and a half or higher percent interest, which is insane. It's crazy, dude. <laughs> so when people were used to like three, four percent interest rate, like it doubles. It's uh, it's crazy. And uh, they're predicting the, the bottom falling out on the housing market again um, this upcoming spring, summer. And... Uh, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. We we we're pretty good about putting money away, so we might, uh, you know, depending on how it goes, we might buy a bigger house if the market does what it's supposed to. I know it sounds bad, but this is why uh, 
this, this is, is how rich money. This yeah, is what this rich is, people do. <laughs> for sure, this is when rich people buy. Is when everything is cheap because uh, inflation and whatnot, interest rates, and then when the market rebounds, this is when they make a ton of money. So yeah, if you save money, and the bottom hits, man, that's the time to invest and put your money in. That's why those three hundred dollars is gonna help me out a lot. For sure. <laughs> I was also reading today. I mean, not to get too much into money. I mean, basically, it's my whole thing. My my time. Uh, <clears throat> the they're gonna the Fed guys are proposing something with Robinhood and Virtue about the retail stocks. Sounds like something's gonna happen with that. I don't know if it's gonna come to an end. But they are proposing that they have to go through the way Robinhood and uh, virtually the other retail stock, the app people, how they purchase stocks. They're supposed to go through uh, uh, some type of a like uh, um, hedge fund or some clearinghouse that they wanted to go directly into somehow into the market or something. They're going to put a stop the way it's going now. So I don't know what that means, you know, for people who buy uh, stocks through Robinhood and other ways. And, and I think the other one they were pushing on was called Virtue or something. It's going to be interesting. And they're talking about is implementing something as early as November before the end, of, you know, er, the earliest November, but definitely before the end of the year. It's going to get uh, and like as soon as that announcement came out, like Robinhood stock and everything like completely dropped big time, man. It dropped like just huge so i don't know it doesn't sound good so you might yeah. have to go throw buy through like your normal uh like e-trade and like citadel and all this other stuff you might have to go through them to buy stocks again or something like that it, it might be where robin hood these group of stocks you can get them for free but to purchase these stocks you have to get a, a robin hood premium or something maybe I don't know, man. It just, uh, it, I think the way we just buying it, like through your phone, I think that's going to come to an end. They're going to make you do something or I don't know. It, it, it doesn't, it's not, it looks like they're not making it simple. And then the way they're talking about how the, you buy the stock, Robinhood buys the stock from like other companies. They want to do it. That that's where the change is happening. Robinhood can't just, uh, go through these preferred people they have. They want it to go through like a bunch of people. So it's going to be some regulation there and they think it's going to get all screwy. Mm, but my AMC is cool, right? Well, man, I was reading today the, the new prediction. Uh, they think AMC could go up to 200,000. And, <laughs> and they were talking about how many people are going to hold, but I don't know. It, 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 I was pissed off. I didn't buy the ape stock. Uh, because that thing went up like in a dollar this past week. It was almost down to under a dollar fifty. Right now, I think it was two fifty three or something. Right? Did you see that? Yeah, I was I, pissed. I didn't buy more. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see what it's up to. But uh, we were talking yesterday, and I brought it up to Alana, or I brought it up to the group where I was talking at that I bought some more AMC when I thought it was at its bottom, and I bought some more Ape, and I just looked over to Alana, and she just rolled her eyes. So I'm like. I don't know if she's too happy that I keep dumping more into the AMC. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like um, the AMC, uh, the Ape one, which the it looks like the the AMC Preferred Equity. That's the name of the stock. Is um, 
it got down to like a dollar, man. It was like something ridiculous or not. It was really close to a dollar. And right now it's at 270 then. Look at that. And I remember seeing the lowest position uh $1.48. It got down to like a dollar fifty. And I was like, I should buy like just five hundred dollar shares of this shit. Now I'm pissed off that I didn't. Yeah, I bought I bought seventy three shares at a dollar thirty six. There you go, man. You made your dollar back in some. It's yeah. at the two seventy right now. Right. It went up ten percent on Friday. So I don't know. Uh but going with that, you know, with the to my advice, my financial advice is uh talk to save your money, dude. Save it for ring day, even though Biden's inflation is fucking us up. Um and the other thing I got is um the Biden's uh tuition um uh damn I can't think of the name the word the forgiveness that got put to a stop on Friday. Nice. You see that? That they're no. not gonna forgive the ten thousand to all these people because they were pushing apply here to get your forgiveness and then I don't know who's suing or somebody took them to court and they put a halt to it. So well I know they really blocked. Yeah, they they activated the website. That was the last I heard. So yeah, I mean I don't know. I have mixed feelings on that one too. Like like all I know in two thousand eight with the housing, if I would have gotten ten thousand dollars off my mortgage, man, that would have fucking helped me out enormous. But I didn't get that shit, so uh, I don't know. It, it just it's kind of fucking weird. Uh, I, I I I do I I have some thoughts on the tuition and the housing and all that. I I think people in need should definitely get help. Uh, I purchased this house, and God willing, I can keep it. And uh, nothing happens. But if something goes upside down, I'm the one that made the decision to buy this house the same way I made the decision to go to school and and take on loans for tuition. So those are my decisions that made those choices. Uh, So I don't know, man. I'm I'm cool for helping people, but there's got to be a limit. I mean, there's a lot of. Uh, responsible adults that pay their tuition in full by themselves at those interest rates and now you're telling me well you know too bad for them they paid it all these people that are currently paying oh we're gonna forgive it for you guys and so I kind of find it difficult for people I've paid my tuition out of my pocket so what just because I've paid my tuition now I'm kind of stuck because I don't owe anything so are you telling me I should always just have debt over my head for the one chance that the government will swoop in and give me money for it? I don't know. That, that's how the rich uh, operate, though, too. It's weird. Like, all these, uh, what is it called? Short sellers and shit? Like, that's why Robin Hood was so, like, again, it, it really showed, like, Robin Hood's corruption. Because when they, when they started to try to, what is it called? Uh, stop the short selling of GameStop and they started right. raising the price. They're like, oh no, you can't buy anymore because, or they like restricted it or whatever. Yeah, because of market irregularities. People. Yeah, they <laughs> they put some weird shit. Like, uh, okay, you're giving hedge funds and other people basically what it comes down to rich people trying to formulate or trying to t- 
to steady themselves and come up with a plan to stop this this fucking bleeding and shit because they were the ones that were really getting fucked on that. Yeah, it's crazy, man. But yeah, I mean the tuition, like I said, um, people, I, I get it, man. Like school tuition's uh, expensive depending on where you go from a state college down to like a prestige, like Ivy League or somewhere else. <clears throat> It's um, it's it, it's expensive, but I mean, you know what you're signing up to. I mean, so I I guess where I get frustrated is, it's not like yeah, you got screwed, but I think people, a lot of people are expecting it, and they're like, it's cool. I'm not gonna pay for it anyway. Now what we got? Who's in the White House? That guy's gonna fucking bail me out. And like always, when you expect something, it's not what you really want. It's like some partial help, like always. It's like, oh, we're only going to give you this, but I owe this much. Or like in 2008 with the housing, oh, yeah, we told the banks to uh, modify your loan. We're going to lower your payment. Like with sucker people, they always sucker poor people. How much my payments? We lowered your payment by like 500 bucks. Oh, sweet. But they're tacking it on to your loan. And at the end and the extent, like it's some stupid, like sneaky shit. They just added more money to your loan without even knowing you knowing because they lowered your payment, right? Like that's like the big secret. On top of it, a lot of people don't know if you get a ten thousand dollar write off, write off, that's probably gonna be taxed too. I mean, you're gonna get right. taxed on that. And a lot of people, a lot of these kids are like, "Whoa, I gotta pay taxes on this shit." Well, you basically got ten G's for free, man. You think the government's not gonna say we want our cut from you? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, when I, when I was younger, I took a, a loan out of my four hundred one k. And I was kind of sticker shop to find out that I had to pay taxes on that money that I took out. So, yeah, definitely any kind of free money that came out of nowhere that you didn't work for and that, you know, you didn't have a W-2 taking, you know, your tax portion off, you got to pay for it. So. That's why, man, like there should be classes in, in school that show you like how to avoid all that because the rich people know. They know very right. well, like IRAs and certain Roth IRAs. IRAs and there's like certain different accounts you can get for kids like tuition, college funds and all that to where they don't tax it to where you avoid yeah. having to pay tax on it. So when like uh, one of the greatest educations I got is uh, my current job and how that corp how a corporation runs and how you uh, how you uh, a lot of companies do it but you know it, it, there the corporate if you start a company the corporation you as the owner of the of or you have a majority share of a company you're not responsible or liable for any money or any debts that the company incur, uh, incurs on top of it the company pays a lot of your stuff uh you know salary health uh, care life insurance it's like benefits we all get that but there's other stuff that you could take out of the company legally um I didn't know any of this. And like you're right, Noel, like entrepreneurs have an idea of like, I'm going to start a company and sell shit. But there's a lot of ways to take money out of companies, which I never learned at school. And you had to basically learn on your own. For sure. <clears throat> but uh, so, you know, we're out here all to get uh, hopefully the system. Uh, you try to fuck the system. You don't let the system fuck you because uh it's uh it's a dog eat uh, dog eat world but uh 
speaking of getting fucked here, <laughs> this is going to take us into our, uh, our interesting article of the week. So the article week, we have a candidate, um, a New York House candidate, um, is running for con- for Congress, and it came out to uh, it came out that he released a sex tape. Uh, Mike Itkis, who has a, the art, the, it's, this is on the Hill, has a long shot campaign to unseat uh, Jerry Nader, Democrat, in uh, New York's 12th congressional district. Recently released a video of himself having sex on camera. <laughs> that was posted earlier, uh, posted to a porn site earlier this year. Um, he goes, creating the video significantly influenced my political platform, leading me to create the principles of sex work legalization and to speak about the complexities of consent and the pros and cons of privacy considerations. It gets. So I don't know if he got all that shit, um, but he's running for Congress. He's a long shot. I think a tape came out. He's like, yeah, I did that shit and I got paid for it or I paid somebody and there was consent. And like, uh, yeah, check it out. And then uh, vote for me if you like my performance. I mean, going. this is reminds me of a movie. This is like this is what's going on. In American politics is you ever seen the movie, the campaign with uh, uh, Will Ferrell and in uh, the uh, the guy. Uh, I can't think of his name. The two ferns guy. They Dan did a Gullivan movie, Vegas. yeah, they did that movie about campaign and like he fucks one of the guy's wives and he releases a video. And he's like, I endorse this message. <laughs> <laughs> you never seen that? It's called The Campaign. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, but this is the vibes that I'm getting from this. And I guess the, the era of uh, American civility and these people, they came, uh, people who run for office for, uh, being somewhat intelligent and, and, and offering a lot is just like these people are supposed to be smarter than you, I guess, from when I grew up and you look at them now, you could tell they're not. And this is just, just like, this is just one like step of like, we're just, I don't want to say we're lost in America, but I'm just like, fuck man. Like you got a campaign guy releasing a sex tape. Like what the fuck is next? Right now. I, I, I guess to not shit on it entirely, I know there's a lot of people that want to legalize prostitution and that's what he ends up doing. He ends up hiring a prostitute or like an adult uh, porn star or something like that. And he has sex on this tape. So in his campaign mono, whatever, he wants to make uh, consensual sex between two adults, whether it's paid or not paid to be legal. And there are a lot of people that are for that, that are for the decriminalization of prostitution, similar to how they're decriminalizing uh, weed, that they they fall into that same game uh, camp. Now, speaking of, okay, Dan, so think about that. Like, <clears throat> I know we're not supposed to get on a moral high ground here, but here in Illinois, we got gambling, which, I mean, no matter how you look at it, if you're a Christian, I don't know, maybe Muslim too, uh, gambling is a sin, right? And then now you got marijuana. We sell marijuana. We sell booze. Again, it's a moral sin to a lot of people of faith. Now we're talking to about uh, uh, legalizing uh, prostitution, the oldest business in the world, right? I, I personally don't care, but 
you want to tax it and all this other stuff now like is that something you should hang your hat on like like i legalized the prostitution here in the state and they brought in a billion dollars yet the state or whatever you live still can be broke it could still be all this stuff but i don't know that's something i want to would be bragging about if i was any type of person running for office or or it was in office right well now now flip back 15 years can you uh, perceive that there would be a day where people would say we should legalize abortions so that everybody has the right, you know, to kill or make their choice for themselves. And you'd probably think that's unreasonable, you know, 20 years ago for something like that to take place. And and look at it now. Now it's in every government commercial, the stance of the candidate, whether they're pro or against. And you wouldn't have thought that possible, you know, 20, 30 years ago or whatever. Well, that's because the the it's not illegal as a certain party is saying. It's still available in a lot of states. The way what they're going, they're saying they're trying to say it's going to become illegal, they're, you know, by extremists. Yet you still got companies who offer employment talking about if the state you work in doesn't offer you uh, you don't have access to this we will gladly pay fly you or take you anywhere that has it um but even their current one of the our, uh, current governor one of the candidates that's running for governor said even if i get elected he's obviously pro-life he goes there is nothing i can do to reverse that in this state and he's basically talking about like Chicago ain't gonna let me do that, um, but I don't. It's still offered here. I mean, it just federally, it's not protected like marijuana, right? It's legal in Illinois, but federally, it's still against the law federally to sell marijuana. You could federally be busted, and you could be federally charged. And the, locally, it's not. Right, right. Yeah. No, not to get into the whole abortion thing, but, you know, I'm just saying these even the thought of having that open conversation uh, between candidates was kind of unseen for all those years ago. So today, (laughs) right. So it kind of seems unthinkable that we would have the conversation between legalizing prostitution. But is that going to be like the next big candidate thing in 15 years that oh i'm pro uh prostitution and then there's going to be candidates that well i'm against prostitution is that going to be like a a big talking point in 15 years i I think i i (laughs) I, that's a great question who knows what 15 years even if we do talk about it we might get banned on some platform on some platforms (laughs) what i think it's going to be but generally yeah i mean Yes, I'll give you that. Society's views has definitely changed, especially right now. Uh, this current political climate of I want to do what makes me feel good, and I don't care what anybody else thinks. And now a lot of people uh, adopted that mantra of like it makes me feel good, or this is how I identify. They don't want nobody, even common sense people are just like. Uh, what are you talking about? This is insane. You're this or you're that, and they don't want to hear it. They silence those people. Hence, I think the average person, um, 
is kind of scared to say stuff. And two, I think um, there are a little bit more people that think like that. They just don't want to talk about it. Right. Especially people who have families, because it's uh, it's um, it, 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 it's just the way that the world we live in. And I think slowly we're going to come out of that and just be you always hope for like the better things or people be more practical, more common sense. But even that lately, it seems lacking from a lot of people. People just get upset like this is what I believe in. I don't care. I feel this and like. It's just uh, you can't even have a good dialogue or conversation about it because people fly off the handle immediately. Yeah, I, it, it's tough, man. But uh, I think at the end of the day, we just need to respect the differences. Um, going back to what you first started saying about how gambling, drugs, alcohol, prostitution, all that's a sin in the Bible. Um, there are plenty of things in the Bible that is a sin that's that's legal. I included other faiths, bro, and I know I still the Bible. <laughs> like, well, yeah, not just the Bible, right? But like, right, just example. There's, there's sins that are legal because they're not, like, for example, adultery or lying. Lying is a sin, but if you lie to somebody, you're not going to go to jail, depending on what it is, right? If you're lying, in court, you can, court. yeah, right. But that's it's very, very specific, you know. Uh, same thing with prostitution. Like, if you rape someone and they, you know, that that's illegal, right? But you can pay for it, and that should arguably be legal, right? Like it. What I'm trying to say is that there are sins that aren't necessarily illegal, but that doesn't mean that we need to control what the society does by making things that are sins illegal. Right. We're forcing religion upon people that aren't religious. It's their choice whether they want to be religious and and follow the doctrine. Of whatever scripture they follow, right? Like Muslim, you're, you're Jewish, you're Christian, whatever you are, you're gonna follow that. You don't have to, though. You shouldn't have to. Right. Well, I think that's where democracy is. Abs- it's the best because I believe a certain way, and I'm gonna vote for the people that have common interests to what I believe. And the person next to me can believe in totally different things, and he can vote for the person that he believes reflects his opinions. And that's the greatness of this country is that we can each vote for who we think will represent us the best. And it, to me, I think you're right, Noel and, and Andy, that we should respect what other people's opinions are, even though I might not agree with it. Uh, and we should be able to have civil conversations to discuss those points. Like we, I've always talked about on, on this show. It, yes, the like we talk about the community, right? A lot of communities are different. Like I know in uh, Muslim communities, I think it was like a big deal in uh, somewhere in Michigan, like Detroit. They have a suburb. They have that big thing to, to, to for them to remind them to pray, and it goes over the loudspeaker. Now, that community is major, majorly, majority Muslim. That's normal for them. Like, but if you come out here, like where uh, the community is mostly Hispanic or Christian or whatever, that you can't force. Like, if you have two people that are there, that are that faith, and then these your whole rest of the community isn't. Like, you can't. Those two can't dominate. What they has to be put for that community, so it's like 
to me, that's how I look at it. Yeah, some of it's wrong, like racism, absolutely. Like, it was prevalent in the South. I mean, still to this day, but, like, people didn't tolerate, like, uh, people of color or anything, like, living in there, and they forced them out. Like, that's illegal. But it, it, it like, but, the like, now we're talking about now, like, each community is different. And, like, you're talking about everybody's different. Like, you respect that, like, especially depending on the majority of people who live in that community so like again like people there's communities in texas they're like we all texas like we love guns and all this other stuff and people are like they're crazy but that's normal for them down there and you're like big cities are like people are not used to you owning a gun or having them there they're taught their whole life that it's fucking bad so i mean but you can't force your belief if you go down there or you'll go up there like this that's what's going on at that particular place that you visit live in or if you move yeah like um, uh, to to me the way i i interpret the bible uh being a of christian faith is to respect other people's beliefs even though you might disagree with it and not judge them or condemn them for it because that's god's uh job to do (laughs) <laughs> so I, I I think it's uh, ultimately if if we all just respect each other, uh, as long as it's not something gravely, you know, like well I like to beat up on women and that's what I believe in and start beating up women and that's his beliefs. No, there there is a, a line to where yes. um, it might be your belief that this is okay, but you know morally. And I think that's where it gets kind of difficult. You know, some people get really hot about stuff like that. But I think as long as open dialogue can be happened, a lot of things could be squashed and, and, and kind of hammered out. Yeah, so there's, a, there's a certain protection of an individual. Once you start infringing on that person's, like, physical, spiritual, whatever, uh, body, then that's when that becomes an issue, right? Like, but if, if you make prostitution legal, that's not going to affect me, you everyone else is not affect them. it's only going to affect the two parties that are involved and if those parties aren't any of us then we have no real reason to say hey that should be illegal now if they try to force us into something then that's when it's like all right no that's illegal you know that's you can't force any of us to do something we don't want to do but uh having that freedom of choice i mean that's what this country is about and it is the oldest profession, like you were saying. So it's one of those things that's uh, it's a gray area. But like you said, gambling's legal, alcohol's legal. So I feel like, yeah, that's while it's a weird gray area, um, there's a reason why it is the oldest profession, why all the religions haven't been able to stop it and probably won't ever will be able to stop it. So I guess if the government's going to make it legal, man, maybe they'll make some tax money off it. Give us a little bit of So, <laughs> yeah, we got a little serious here, but let me ask you this. Did anybody see, search out his video and watch the, his performance? No, Andy, man. Just like Noel said, man, it's a sin, so it's against the law. You're not supposed <laughs> to do that. So, Danny, that's a no. Noel, I'm guessing that's a no. Yeah, it's a definite no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it either, so. But, but I know you were uh, curious, right, Andy? I was wanting to see, like, what I wrote for this guy based off his performance. Um, it said in a statement, one of his three primary goals is to advance sex positivity, including several proposals for legislation designed to explicitly protect sexual rights by ending government involvement in marriage, 
the right to not to become a parent of to become a parent in case of pregnancy, the right of women to terminate an abortion, uh, decriminalization of sex consulting adults, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, he goes, it just campaign website described the candidate is not married, no kids, not celibate and an atheist. Uh, so and he at the end, he goes, I'm also people might not know this, but I'm an introvert. <laughs> So I don't know if he's an introvert why he's making sex tapes and like this is like this isn't like he put like uh, his phone like this was like he made a fucking tape like yeah, he like hired legit. yeah yeah it's like he hired a a, a a woman of that profession and like I think she directed it I read somewhere else she got paid and she he 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 made it like a full service thing so well man do you think he used campaign money. To that's, pay for this video? Well, yeah, that's why I don't know if he already announced his candidacy. That's a thing they need to look into because that will probably get him in trouble. Uh, well, I don't know if you if you hire a commercial company to come make a commercial like I'm for working men and blah blah blah. blah and you see some guy walking. Well, he's paying with campaign money, so what's the difference between him paying for it to be on Fox News and this guy paying for it to be on Pornhub? I got to keep an eye on that. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I think if it's on Pornhub and he's like uh, verified, he'll probably make some money off the views. So, <laughs> and I think I read some, on another article that his view count, I think it was hovering like around the 2000. And I, I think when the article or whatever the news broke, it like shot up to like over 30,000, like in a couple days. <laughs> wow. So he's probably making some money off of it. And, um, I don't know. Like I, I said, like I said, I I personally don't care. Uh, but it's just the the state of American politics. With this guy's like, yeah, I made a sex tape. Like, go look at it. I'm, I'm. This is for protecting workers' rights of the sex industry and stuff. It's just like, and at the end, he's like, oh, so I'm an introvert. Like, what what kind of bullshit is this? <laughs> like, well, well, he did say that he did this also to bring eyes to the conversation. So he he did that. We're talking about it. So well, yeah, that's probably the only thing that worked. Yeah. <laughs> but guys i think that that's about it for us uh this week um we'd like to thank you all for listening uh remember to follow F- freeform network on twitter at freeform network send in those questions are you going to vote for this guy ffn questions at gmail.com visit that web page andy works hard to make it look nice freeformnetwork.podbean.com there, hit like or subscribe on whatever you're using to to listen to us or to even view us on YouTube as well. We appreciate it. Share those videos, like the videos. It really helps us out to get us to a bigger audience. But that's it for for this week for us. We got Andy. It's all good, Andy, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. And we got Noel. For sure, man. We'd like to thank you all for listening. Hey, and a last thing, Andy. I don't know if you noticed, man. My boy Sater Mania, man. I think he's got a girlfriend because I haven't seen a lot of wrestling yeah, pics. I've he, been seeing a lot of girlfriend pics, man. He's been posting uh, my girlfriend, my girlfriend. So I'm yeah. not sure that's his girlfriend. I got to confirm that. <laughs> Good for him, man. Happy to hear it, man. Yeah. So, uh, for all you out there, Sater Mania fans, hey, my boy's got a girl, man. He's, he's getting there. Good. Yeah. Good for him, man. We'll talk to you all later.
That was cool, Dad.